Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome to Glam Mirror. Hi, I'm Dr. Tavis Amir, and you are joining me for Glam Mirror. I am a cosmetic dermatologist here to uplift, inspire, educate, and talk about all things beauty from the skin to the soul. This is Glam Mirror. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Glam Mirror with me, Dr. Tavis Amir, and I'm here today with Milan Christopher, rapper, model, producer, entrepreneur, love and hip-hop star, and he just released a brand new single, and here he is. How are you? Hey, what's up? It's Milan. How you guys doing out there? So we are going to play a little bit of this right now because I want everyone to hear how amazing it is. And then we're going to talk about everything that's been going on. Cool. And uh, the name of the song is When I Go. It's on iTunes, Google Play. It's everywhere music is sold. So check it out. Have a listen. It's amazing. Amazing. Thank you. The new single, When I Go. Yes, it is. All right, so let's talk about this single first because this is clearly, this could be a multi platinum breakup album. Absolutely. Obviously inspired by something that's going on in your life right now. Absolutely. (laughs) So you're not with your ex? No, we're not together anymore. We broke up. All right, so how did this song, is this song about your ex? Absolutely. It's definitely (laughs) about breaking up with someone and taking everything that you brought to the relationship with you. When you leave. When you leave and not leave anything behind. Because a lot of times we kind of get in relationships and with people and I've actually known people to get in a relationship with someone and let them have everything and just are you talking spiritually emotionally uh, everything okay. spiritually emotionally financially right. whatever it is that you brought that. to the relationship mm-hmm. take it with you be and don't bring any of their things with you like leave that baggage behind with them and mm-hmm. you take everything you brought and leave See, I get that. I'm very much like when I'm done, I'm done. Mm. I don't want anything you gave me, and I'm taking everything that was mine with me. Right. So I think a lot of people can relate to that. Absolutely. We all get in. We've all been there. Mm-hmm. We get into a relationship, and you're so intertwined, and you maybe lose a little bit of yourself, mm-hmm. and then you take it all when you go. Absolutely. When I go. When it's done. So talk about that. Like you basically created all of this from your breakup. 
Absolutely. And then you walked away with everything. Did you lose yourself a little bit while you were up in there? Absolutely. When I was in my relationship, I was so vulnerable. Mm -hmm. Um, I was doing so much for the person I was in a relationship with. And come to find out, the person who I was in love with was someone totally different. It was all a lie. It was all a make-believe. And they created this person because they knew that was something that I was attracted to and that I would love. And it wasn't that person at all. And, so, and you can only keep up that facade for so long. For so long, For absolutely. so long before if before things kind of show themselves. Yeah, absolutely. And reveal themselves. So this song is so like relatable because think about people who've been in those relationships and they've fallen for someone only to find out that's not what that person was like at all. Absolutely. So you learned a lot coming out of this relationship. Yeah, I learned so much from the experience, from the t- television show that we were on together. Right. Um, and just in general that you can't really trust anyone, not even the person you're sleeping with sometimes. It's like you have to be thorough when you are investing, invested so much in a relationship that could actually be not good for you. Right. You know what I mean? And not for you. It could be something that is just just something totally different than what you thought it was. When you were on the show and watching, just watching you having to talk to your family and talking to all your friends about everything that you've been going through, it was really just so emotional to watch. So you're living your truth. What was that like? You know, um, being on a show where, or being just in front of a demographic that normally wouldn't actually watch homosexuality or homosexual relationship and especially in a hip-hop community where being homosexual is like the biggest defamation or derogatory term Mm -hmm. or uh, just imaginable yeah um and living my truth and being myself um it was hard but at the same time i was glad that i was being exposed to that demographic and letting them know that, you know, I'm human just like everyone else. Mm-hmm. Um, and it also showed a side of me that, you know, I work hard for everything that I do. And when I'm in love, I do for the person that I'm in love with. And I expect the person to treasure me and treasure our relationship and treasure what we have you're a human on. being at the end of the exactly. day. You're a person and love is all, it's, it's the universal. story of the world. Yeah, you of know? the universe. Of, the, of, of life. <laughs> yeah. and, and so it's been just really provocative and like, un, you know, like when I say uncomfortable, I mean, like when I'm watching, I can feel what you must be going through mm-hmm. and the challenge. Right. And you've risen up to it and you've been able to actually live your truth, but also you know, what has the response been? Because I feel like you've been getting a good response. Yeah, actually, um, the community, it's been a, a pot, like a outpour of positivity, mm-hmm. um, especially when the show first aired, um, when me and me and my ex were happily involved. And that's what the, the, the viewership yeah. was, you know, so they were all for it. The LGBT community definitely rallied behind us um, and pushed us forward. Um, and, you know, lately since things have not worked out um, between us, um, still getting positive responses because just like any other relationship, you know, people go have their ups and downs and people break up and they're still very, very supportive, um, especially for me right now because I've, I've always been the same person since the beginning of the show and all the way to the end. The next, The last episode is like next week, I think. 
Um, and people respect that when someone's being authentic and they can see right through my ex's lies and all the stuff that he had going on. Absolutely. When sometimes, especially with television, people put on a front of who they think everyone thinks they Absolutely. are and it catches up to you because you have to tell enough lies. You got to remember what lies you told. Absolutely. You know, so talk, you have, you're a very big advocate for your community, the LGBT community. You're a big advocate for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and they've, it's great to know they've been so supportive back. Right. Have you had any negativity? Absolutely. You yeah. know, I get, have you dealt with that? A majority of the negative negative stuff. Um, if I catch it at that very moment, I'll respond. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really big on clapping back sometimes. Yeah. Well. <laughs> um, and then, um, like majority of the time, I actually will just delete the comment and block the person. Yeah. And don't respond. That's- that's what I do. Yeah. I'm like, you know what? You know, you have an egg and a private page. You're not getting a response. And first of all, don't even have any pictures. Have one one post or zero followers, zero following. Like, just ridiculous. People make up fake screen names just to come on your page and talk crazy. <laughs> so I get that. Um, I get um, some religious people, um, you know, saying a lot of stuff. Um, with them, I don't necessarily block them. Yeah. Um, I kind of let them say their opinion but if it gets too if it gets disrespectful then I'll delete the comment and then if they continue being disrespectful I'll block them after a while and and the thing about the whole religious aspect I think it's it's everybody's going to have an opinion but let people live their lives let them do their thing well my thing about it is is that um you know I don't think the the, the person who I come to feel like is God in my spirituality. Yeah. Um, I don't think that he has any uh, evil thoughts or any objection to anyone. I don't I think he's an all loving, all giving, all universal spirit and pettiness like what you eat or the type of fabric of clothing you wear or who you choose to love is not something that he's involved with it's 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 bigger than that and it's deeper than that. i agree and i don't think hate and judgment was created by at all i think that's a human creation (laughs) absolutely and then for people to act like who am i to pass judgment on anybody i got to worry about my own life and Mm -hmm. taking care of my own family and that sort of thing but i think that i think that it's nice to see positive role models like i know that you had a really nice wonderful in the beginning of the show Mm. but part of life is the struggle and part of that is a breakup with somebody that you really cared about right and for people to watch that and see that you've been genuine to yourself the whole time yeah um is important and does that when when you decided the song when i go it's really interesting because i never thought about it that way and mm. when i was listening to your lyrics i'm like i get it because that's what i do when i leave a friendship or a relationship or a, a behind i am done over absolutely because i don't want to put any energy back into it no more energy no more i mean this was a person who um has been lying for years, lying to me, and then got on the show and lied to the show. Did he use you to get on the show? Absolutely. Yeah. I'm the person who actually brought him on the show. Gotcha. Um, you know, I was casted through uh, Carlos King, mm-hmm. and then from Carlos King to Hazel, and then from Hazel to Lisa Lee King. And then once I got there, they asked me who my love interest was, and that was the person who I was dealing with. And they interviewed us separately, mm-hmm. and I went in and told my truth, and then he went in and told his... So he did whatever it took to be able to get on, is what you're saying. Well, he did overly. He was already on because I was okay. on. Mm-hmm. But then he wanted to create a whole storyline for himself outside of me. Mm-hmm. And he went to the extent of getting his sisters and his 
his long-term best friend involved, and they just created this whole fake fallacy of a storyline. You know, misery loves company. Absolutely. But, you know, for them, it was more like, this is a big uh, platform, Mm -hmm. so let me go get all of my friends, Mm -hmm. all of my family, and try to expose them to this platform you know that I was able to get on, so it was a. I guess it was a good idea for him and his family, his friends, because he was trying to make something from it. Exactly, but at the same time, the truth is always going to come out, and mm-hmm. he needed to be prepared for that um, because you can't live a lie on national television and call it reality TV and think no one's going to respond to it. Is the lie that he just wasn't genuine to who he was as a person? Just everything about yeah. it. Um, everything about it was fake. Everything. His relationship like- with his he 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 pretended that he was in a relationship with his best friend. Um, she pretended that they were in a relationship for ten years, and you know th- that was a complete lie. They're mm-hmm. best friends. She she knew he was homosexual for years. This is part of the storyline. It was a part of the storyline, and it was then the storyline that they created. His sisters acting like she didn't know. It was just yeah. ridiculous, and so everything everything about his story was not genuine. Nothing, nothing. about it was so true. So you heard that here. Yeah. Um, you know, speaking of you saying you were always the same person from the beginning, you have an extremely sexy image on the show. Uh-oh. You're very eye candy. You know, <laughs> oh like you, you became like America's eye candy. And oh, you're, you know, it. and I don't think you're uncomfortable with that. You know, you own it. No, I'm very comfortable <laughs> with my body, with taking pictures, with just everything. I know, I saw it. It's yeah. definitely a, a good looking body you have on there. So you're out there and you got the sexy image. Um, mm. You know, is that uncomfortable for people around you? Like, you're going to start dating again. Is that going to be, like, is that going to be a, a deciding I could, factor? I could see it being an issue with someone. Because you're a single man now, right? Yeah. I, I think dating. right now I can post whatever, but I could see it being an issue <laughs> when you're in a relationship, um, kind of keeping a cap on what type of images that you're putting out there. Um, but at the same time, I think when you come into a relationship with someone who's already comfortable in their skin in right. a certain type of way, you have to take that into consideration. consideration. But you're on TV, mm-hmm. you're a gorgeous man, you got a gorgeous body, and you're not afraid to show it. Like, mm-hmm. it could be a little intimidating now. You're dating again, right? You gotta start dating again, right? right? What kind of a guy, what kind of, what's your type? Um, right Tall, now, dark, and handsome. To be honest, I'm not even trying to date Not even anyone. a little bit? No, I just wanna focus on me. Yeah. I've literally just got out of a long-term relationship, and mm-hmm. It has took its toll. Like I, I'm exhausted a lot. Uh-huh. Sometimes I'm sad. Right. You know, um, I just want to focus on getting out of this moment in my life, healthy, and, and keep it moving, yeah. and um, really focusing on my music and making sure if I decide I'm not re- returning to the show next year yeah. or next season, I'll have a my own thing going on where it's not something that I have to be locked into. So I think that is so healthy, okay? I'm gonna get a little doctory on you. Mm. People get out of relationships and the first thing you wanna do is jump into another one. And it is so detrimental. You need space to breathe. Absolutely. And you gotta do you. Mm -hmm. Put up sexy photos. Do whatever the hell you want. Sleep in light, go out late, don't do anything. You gotta take this time to get yourself back. Get Milan back, you know? Make some more great music, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. This is a great time for inspiration. All right, so I had heard other artists saying that these moments of tragedy, emotional torture are great inspiration for songs. Absolutely, because When I Go is so dope. Like, it's mm-hmm. one of my favorite songs. And me and the another writer, mm-hmm. when we created it, and, you know, it was just... It was just perfect timing. It was, was it per- cathartic for you? Like, were you writing the song and listening to it and just, like... 
when I heard some of the stuff that the other writer had wrote, mm-hmm. I was like, wow. Oh my God, mm-hmm. this is it. This is like the song that I'm, and then I started writing and then we just sat and just created like this dope song. And uh, it was, it was almost just like I was hearing my life being played back to me. Right. Um, and so it was really cool. Like, I have to say, for me personally, you know how there are certain, there's one artist in particular, right? And I'm going to say who it is because I know you're going to agree with me, Adele. Mm-hmm. That song, Hello. Oh, I when, love you, it. when you hear the song, the first time I heard it, I'm in my car, I'm driving, and I hear that song, and I'm sobbing pretty much because yeah. everyone can relate to what she's saying. Absolutely. And that's what your lyrics are like. Like, yeah. literally, I'm listening to it, going back to everything, even from high school, like mm. every relationship I've been in, be like, you know what? That's exactly what I did. Right. When I left, when I go, I'm going to take everything with me and right. you you can't have anything. Nothing. Yeah. yeah. I'm not leaving nothing behind. No, and you can't have anything. You can't even <laughs> you can't even have my time anymore. Exactly. So I get it. But it's it's also it's not just an you know an anger thing. It's like pain, anger, sorrow. It's everything that creates these lyrics. Yeah, and it's not just that too. It's it's empowering because yeah. you if if I don't take everything with me, mm-hmm. it'll keep me it'll keep us in some type of relationship because one day I'm gonna if I think about you know, I left that behind. I'm gonna have to call you and say, "Hey, can I come get this?" Or, right. "Hey." But see, some people do that because they want to have they something. They want to, and like, I when don't. You really yeah. mean business? It's all gone. It's all gone. Yeah. yeah. Um, but the whole thing about the the EP, you've got another one. You got an EP dropping soon, right? Yeah. And so, tell me about that. When's that happening? That's gonna happen next month. Well, not next month, but in January. And I'm thinking about calling it uh, the Final Fantasy, but then I changed. I was me and my publicist was having a talk, and I also like the name Black Unicorn. Um, I do like Black Unicorn. Yeah, and so that's, I you're kind of a Black Unicorn. Yeah, that's how I feel. <laughs> and so yeah, so I'm I'm. It's kind of up in the air. So we yeah. haven't kind of got the name down pat, yeah. but um, either way, it's going to be coming out in January. So. featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Talking all things beauty from the skin to the soul. This is Glam Mirror with Dr. Taba Samir. So the show, mm-hmm. there was a huge platform. Absolutely. But you've done lots of TV before. But, you know, you this is a huge platform. Absolutely. It really puts you in front of, you know, uh, America in a different way. And the thing about reality TV, there's so much of your personal life. Is exposed. And how did you, how do you feel about that? How do you feel about doing it again? Because it's very raw. <sighs> it's very raw and it's very hard. It's very emotional. People don't understand that not only is it hard and it's very, um, emotional and raw mm-hmm. um the show takes a very long time to film your show that show takes a long it time took eight months to film before the first episode air and during that time we don't get paid no you don't so i'm working my butt off you know 12 hours a day and the rest of your life suffers and yeah and but i have businesses and i have other things that's going on that i couldn't give it time because i'm dedicated to this reality show right and then i don't get my first check until eight but months episode, later episode errors, and know. it's it's one of those things where you have to ask yourself is this worth it um i do thank the show for the demographic and the relevancy um by me being on it 
Um, and I also thank the show because I feel like if I wasn't on the show, I probably would have ended up marrying this person wow. and never finding out any of the things about him being false. Um, so I thank it for that. But at the same time, now that I, I have a clearer mind, I need to my own space in order to maintain my integrity and maintain my businesses. And I can't do another year lacking on those things. So some things would have to be considered mm-hmm. um, contractually um, before I decide. You know, and again, the show's not even done yet. This season's not done. So I'm not really rushing into what's going on next season because it's it, this was really hard. So. It, it's hard. It's really emotional. Eight months of your year. And I don't know. You probably don't sleep very well those eight months. No. You don't know what's happening. And it's like there's a bomb around every corner. Yeah, that's it's true. It's really interesting that you say if you had not done this show, you would have married this guy. Yeah. So the show helped magnify or like expose Yeah, because the of the ma- because it magnetized us as mm-hmm, people, mm-hmm. Um, people who I wouldn't, who would even known who I was and can wouldn't even been able to reach out to me and let me know okay that's not this person is not who he says he is um because it would have been behind closed doors i would end up in, engaging and probably getting married and, it and then been, finding out and then finding out years later and then what do you do i almost felt trapped in the relationship just based off the premise of the show because a lot of people looked you had up to live up to that yeah and yeah. a lot of people looked up to us and was like oh you know they really like they really did want us to work out they were rooting for they you. they were rooting for us and, and so i had that pressure and i had that pressure like i don't want to let them down i don't want to let this network down i don't want to let these people who look up to us down um but I have you have to sometimes remember that this is your life Mm -hmm. and this is your reality. And I was not going to go into another year or another day um, living a lie with this person. So I just had to just let it all out. I mean, imagine what you were going through on top of having to do all everything you had to do with exposing a non, the non-relationship part of your side because mm-hmm. you had to deal with some very serious, you know, emotional um, kind of like torture and pain. Right. And then on top of it, finding stuff out behind the scenes about the guy that you're in love with. <laughs> That's crazy. And then, oh my God, America's watching, America's rooting for us, the network. And that's a lot. And you so do much. need a little space. Yeah. And I definitely needed to take a step back because it was it was death. It still is. It's definitely overwhelming. Um, and I do feel um, maybe in the last week, I feel a lot better. But I remember for like almost a week and a half, I felt sick, mm-hmm. like weak, like yeah. chest hurting. It's stress. Didn't want to like yeah. head hurting. Just bought just my whole everything about me was just in shambles. And, um, you know. Uh, again it's time to move on yeah. you know I, I definitely don't want to dwell no, on no it's it's in the past yeah you know but the thing is you're still part of this machine mm-hmm. and it's still not over so maybe once the season concludes there's going to be a reunion uh, well, well we already shot the reunion okay oh lord and so everything is done okay. so just when the show is over mm-hmm. in about two weeks mm-hmm. completely then I'll be able to kind of push forward. And better. also maybe, you know, once that show's done and you're out of that kind of spotlight, that immediate spotlight, you can take a few months and then make a decision. 
You yeah, know? absolutely. But I think we film, we start back filming very soon. Oh, gosh. So it would probably be a decision I would have to make probably by the new year. Oh, God. Um, which really is quick. fine because yeah. the show is going to be done in the next week or so. So Any bombshells or tidbits or exclusives you can give us about the reunion? It's a lot of fights. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a lot it's of fights. a lot of fights. I'm not involved in any fights, but it's. Are a lot you of not, fights. are you somebody who's like, you just don't want to get into that kind of fight, that drama because it's just not you? It's just not me at all. Yeah, because like, some people live for that. Some stuff is just. This whole yeah. thing is just not me. I'm, yeah. I'm a very reclusive person. I might take very risque right pictures now. and yeah. stuff like that because that's my social media platform. And I know how to get social media to respond um, to me. Uh, and But just being involved in ratchetness and arguments and all of that stuff, I'm just not here for it. Like, I'd rather just focus on my music, keep my business going, be happy, make everyone around me happy or try to, um, because that's what I think life is all about. So, And it's funny how people have an image of you through the TV, through from the social From a three-minute edited clip yeah. from a TV show, because yeah. I'm probably on the show each episode no more than about five or ten minutes. And people don't understand that. And they think that's like you. Yeah. And then, or they'll go to your Instagram and they'll make a decision based off of what's on your Instagram and that's, they think that's you. So it's, it's, it's cool, but you ask for that when you're on television and you can't, you know, it's, it comes with the territory. It's the pros and cons of everything. So I'm not really bothered by that. Like, you know, my person. You you know what, the why you're not bothered, I think it's because you just have other things going on. Right. And, um, do you feel like you were a role model to people out there who didn't have that role model because you kind of are in a, de- a demographic that you said earlier is kind of prejudiced against homosexuality? Do you think you became a role model? I think I became one. I definitely didn't ask to be one, though. Right. You know what I mean? Um, because that's a lot of pressure to represent an entire generation or an, an entire population of people. Mm-hmm. Um, and because everyone has an opinion, everyone expects you to act a certain type of way. Right. And be being a role model for that is hard. And I definitely don't want any added pressure. I just want to I, I just want to be myself. Mm-hmm. And if myself represents anybody else that has walked the same shoes as me or been in the same situation as me, that's fine. But just kind of like giving me something I don't want I don't want that I don't want I don't want that pressure I just want to be live my life and live my truth and if it's on reality TV then that's where it's at I mean I think it's a compliment when people say you're a role model like no I think, it is I think but that it's hard it's to be hard. a role model but I think that what happens is when people hear the word word role model they think oh I have to be perfect all the time sometimes <laughs> a role yeah and sometimes a role model isn't about being perfect all the time a role model is about standing up after your imperfections, right? That's and what still I being feel. successful, and I think that's a. I think that's really the true definition of a role model, right? Um, because no matter what the adversities that you face, you still supersede them, or you still go get past them and accomplish something. That's what role models do. Um, but at the same time. Um, If it's someone who doesn't face those same things, but some of the things are similar to them, they expect you to react certain ways and behave a certain way or dress a certain way. It's just too much. Do you think that's happened to you? It has. I've had literally people come on my page again. Like I'll get like thousands and thousands of tweets and Instagram likes Mm -hmm. and comments and then I'll get like one or two weirdos and that's that bothers just, always the one that's bother you yeah, yeah because those are usually the ones that 
you remember mm-hmm. all of the positive stuff you remember um, but then it's like it pinches that you pinch bit. little you're like ah, oh, that hurt no matter like how many flowers you have in your hand there's beautiful flowers they smell amazing but that thorn yeah. that pokes you yep. it's that one thorn that just can mess up everything now you're super active on social media like mm-hmm. you said if you see catch a comment you'll you'll you know retaliate or you'll respond mm. do you find do you regret doing that do you have any regrets no. in that aspect i don't regret um when someone's being disrespectful mm-hmm. um a lot of times you should put them in their place if they're saying something that is just completely out of line and especially things that you weren't able to address so let's say for instance if I make a post mm-hmm. and it's someone comments and I miss it and it's been sitting on my page for like two hours mm-hmm. and people are responding to, to that, that person and they're going back and forth with that and you leave that up. Yeah. That's the impression that people are going to leave your page with and you have to address certain things yeah. because you don't want your brand to be defamed or the defamation of your character happening and that's when I respond. Now, yeah. if it's something that is up for like two seconds, mm-hmm. like I'll catch it, yeah. I'll just delete it and yeah. then block them. No right. response is yeah. needed. Um, but some some stuff, even some stuff that's sitting up there for a while, I'll, I won't respond. But it just depends on what it is. And it's kind of just the, the most annoying thing is a lot of the negative stuff is coming from somebody who used to know you and care about you and love you. And they're the ones saying all these negative Absolutely. things Absolutely. My you. ex and that, actually that, makes yeah. creates fake screen names. Ugh. To come on his own page, right. give himself kudos, oh my God. and then he comes on my page. I, think I know people like that too. And he <laughs> says all type of obscenities and just all, and I just block it right. and just block it. Because you or, know it's coming from like because oh, only certain people, yeah. only only certain people will even have the time or even care yeah. to do it. Like a a, ra- a random person is not going to take the time out of their day unless they're some psychopath or some kid behind a keyboard in Oklahoma somewhere bored. Yeah, um, they're not going to take the time out to create a fake screen name to come and just throw your dirt, no. run your dirty laundry on a page no. like. It's not going to happen. So and it has to be somebody that was invested and, and has a reason to want to tear you down. Especially when the comments are particularly biting. Like you can tell it's a little too personal mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, OK, this is not just some random person, mm-hmm. you know. And But the, the whole thing about like somebody that was in your life and that cared about you and loved you turning around and saying such nasty things about you to the media and now mm. you got to deal with that so it's it's just a lot to go through so i'm hoping here's to that being over and done because you got a lot of things you're working on yeah i i'm not even bothered by it if right. it happens it happens i'm not i don't care like that person <laughs> can it. do whatever it is that he wants and i'm gonna keep it moving i'm gonna be successful regardless and you're of, gonna live a happy and life i'm gonna be happy so I do want to talk about what like I I'm aware that you have a men's intimate line mm-hmm. called Milan Christopher Intimates. Yeah, intimate apparel. So it's it's underwear. Okay, but you are super sexy. Is this going to be something like you know my brother-in-law can wear? Absolutely, <laughs> with, they're with definitely two kids. Like they're definitely you know. underwear. Kids can wear. They're colorful. Yeah. I have colorful ones. Um, so any man talk you know, talk about what that line is like. Well, it's it's. <laughs> It's it's an underwear line that's made in the USA. Number uh-huh. one, um, the fabrics are like amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the material is amazing. They are designed to uh, make certain areas be robust or okay. bigger. Okay, I like that word robust. It's a good <laughs> <Yeah>. word. <laughs> um, and then um, they come in a variety of colors, so kids can wear them, adults can wear them. Right now, I'm the 
basically just pushing it because it's me and it's my brand and but we have some photo shoots coming up with children and different models and actors and stuff so all of that stuff is in the works i'm just right now having to establish the name and establish the brand first and all i'm right. using my face i just want to tell body. you i've seen your ads okay for the line holy crap <laughs> <laughs> like seriously it's like your body and like and then you've got like this you know the underwear in front of it but the ads are so sexy and so well done mm. i just want to make everyone aware that it is not just for super hot sexy men any man can wear them absolutely because <laughs> it's really fab so where, where can they find you can get them at milanchristopher.com and just go to the web store and they're there um, and you just order them online and pick your color and your size and we'll sh- we ship it out what kind of colors? Because I saw like a hot pink one. Hot pink, uh, metallic yellow. So you come like in fun colors. Very bright colors. And then we have dark colors like black and yeah. dark green. And I'm sure you got white. And white <laughs> and just basic colors. So it's just all up to the person and what they're trying to create. So boxers or briefs? Both. Boxers yeah. and briefs. We have Everything. Both. Yeah. That's fab. It's not often. like I've seen some of the like the menswear kind of undergarments and underwears. And it's always been, it's kind of been unapproachable. Mm-hmm. Like they're either really super boring or they're really unapproachable for the average man to wear. And you know what I mean? Some men don't like to take risks. Mm-hmm. So it's great to see that you have both of that. Like, right. you know, you can get the man buying it for himself and then buying like a fun colored printed one for their sons. Right. Exactly. Which is really cool. Yeah. And, and the fabric is really, really nice and soft and yeah. all that. So I love that. And it makes certain areas look robust and that's always a plus. Listen, women have been doing that for Definitely. centuries with our, with our undergarments so it's all good. Mm-hmm. What are some of the other projects because you're an entrepreneur you have a lot of other you know businesses. Well, I own a business called Beverly Hills White Smile right. in Los Angeles which mm-hmm. is a teeth whitening business mm-hmm. um, and then I have my underwear line of mm-hmm. course and then I have my music which is number one priority. Yeah. And then right now I'm working on some acting jobs and also another reality TV show that will be starring me um really now i have not heard this yeah that's new news that's something that has happened in the last two weeks wow so can you say anything no i can't but it's another reality show that may involve you as the star absolutely right all right that would be fab see that would be a great next step for you absolutely and that's where we're going yeah and that's kind of you kind of need that because you're so unique Mm -hmm. you know you you are you are the black unicorn and i have to tell you that needs to be the name of the album (laughs) okay black unicorn (laughs) i already know like what what i would like like i I can imagine what that would look like like really sexy and such where can people find you if they don't already know your instagram your website um definitely if you want to just all things Milan Christopher, you can go to MilanChristopher.com. That's easy. Um, or you can find me on Twitter at Milan Chris Gordy. That's M-I-L-A-N-C-H-R-I-S-G-O-R-D-Y. But if you want to see all of my pictures that she's over here talking about <laughs> all and of them. see everything that I'm doing, it's always on my Instagram at Milan Christopher. That's at M-I-L-A-N-C-H-R-I-S-T-O-P-H-E-R. And I know that you're single right now, but Very. someday you're going to date. And yeah. someday you're going to put yourself out there. And I wish you tons of luck because I think you're going to, you know, as soon as you decide it's going to happen, boom, it'll be done. Absolutely. So, so God bless. I love the single. It's available on the iTunes store. Yeah, definitely. You can pick up When I Go on iTunes, um, Google Play, wherever music is sold. We even have hard copies in, um, in Best Buy. Yeah. So just go out there and check it out. Or you can just download it. Go to YouTube if you want to just hear it and just... 
or whatever it's up there as well so i appreciate you guys support and i appreciate the love yeah as well so definitely and it's amazing it's really the amazing lyrics a great song you got a great voice and i can't wait to hear i'm calling it now black unicorn <laughs> definitely it's gonna be amazing <laughs> thank you so much for being here thank today. you so much i really appreciate it thank you have a nice day you too bye-bye This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.